Welcome to Squared Circle Rewind, episode 24, where we will be reviewing WWF SummerSlam 1989. Uh, just as a reminder, please uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, super kick that uh, subs- subscription button on our YouTube channel, Squared Circle Rewind Podcast, and Stone Cold Stun that notification bell. Or you'll hit rock bottom. That's right. That's right. You do you got any sayings, Dave? No. Nope. You're not gonna bring any fixes? I'm saving mine till later. Okay. That's awful. Welcome welcome yep. to my house, guys. <laughs> welcome to my house. Alright. Alright, we are coming at you from the Meadowlands Arena from East Rutherford, New Jersey. And um, that opening video for SummerSlam was interesting. Uh, definitely a little better quality than what WCW produces. Uh, I, was, I was feeling the heat from I, that uh, one. I was feeling confused from that. Um, <laughs> I mean, you show Ted DiBiase, and then you show this guy on a bike. I'm like, is that who he's fighting? I like how the I like how they showed the uh, the stars, and every match they showed in that opening montage was them squashing a jobber. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like they couldn't, they couldn't show them like like Hogan facing Macho Man. They're like, no, 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 Macho Man's gonna beat up this jobber. You know, this is how good he is. That was pretty funny. The eighties, what a different time. <laughs> it was a different time. Um, and our first match uh, well, starts. Oh, sorry. Well, you, you tell them about the commentary. We got a little change oh, of commentary. We have a we have a little commentary change. It's not Gorilla Monsoon like usual with Jesse Ventura, but Jesse Ventura is. There on this pay per view, but he is actually joined by Tony Schiavone. Yes, weird. Yeah, it is kind of weird listening to him on WWE pay per views. Yes. But I mean, yeah, it's just a little bit he, of a different take. He was very excited about a lot of things in he this pay per view. He was very hyped up for very. everything, and um, he also could not control Jesse Ventura. No, where Monsoon and McMahon seemed to kind of keep Jesse. Like Jesse will have his his rants, but he'll come back. Tony couldn't bring him back. Like Jesse would just, just go off. On well, certain I mean, things. Vince and Gorilla really couldn't control him all that much either. But at least they he was were well able reserved. to they were able to segue him into something. Into yes. something. So yes. they would act, they would change the tracks on him a little bit. By the yep. end of this pay per view, I was fed up with him. Yes, I was like, I'm done. It was too much. He was a little over the top. This pay per view, I thought, yeah. But let's go to the first match, Ben. And the first match is the Hart Foundation versus the Brain Busters, who are the tag team champions going into this match. And it's not for the title. But it's no. not for the titles. And Ventura explains that when they signed the tag team match, the Brain Busters were not the champs, so they didn't have to put it up at SummerSlam. I did not... I'm kind of what Dave was telling me before, that... I'm not. Uh, I'm not really understanding why you wouldn't want to have the title. Like you, you don't have to have the Hart Foundation win. Well, Shivani mentioned that too. He goes, "Why isn't this for the titles?" I'm like, "Hey, at least Shivani's." Yeah, like right? why you can would, relate to what? Why wouldn't you have all the titles on the line? But what do I know? It's like to me, it was like. Thankfully, it was a. It turned out to be a great match. But at first, I was like, well, "I don't really want to watch this if it's not for the titles." Yeah. Like I know the Bremers is the champs, so why are they not defending? Yeah. It just it was overall just very confusing. No, I mean, a tag team match. title match to open up the card I would have yeah. been really exciting, too. It was still a great match. I mean, yeah. it was good and technical and, and hard-hitting you know, They kept saying if the Hart Foundation wins, they'd be catapulted into a contendership. I mean, I, I kind of hope so. Yeah, if you're already facing the champs with yeah. the titles not on the line. Yeah, exactly. Um, this match was one of, those mat- one of those tag matches that's a classic in 
and and the how-to to be in a tag team match. Mm-hmm. The, these four guys knew what they were doing in that ring, oh, and it showed. Barely, if not any botches that I could see. Like, it was just, if there was, they recovered them very well. Um, my, my favorite part was how the brainbushes were selling. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. they were working hard for the Heart yeah. Foundation. Yeah. And the Heart Foundation... Foundation reciprocated when it was their time to sell. Yep. After, after just, the heat spot, like Brett, he was selling like a champ yeah. too. My one of my, I thought this was hilarious. Right at the beginning, uh, Tully is in a is in an arm bar and he tries to scoot over uh, to tag Arn and he lifts up his leg to tag his <laughs> hand, which I kind of kind of cocked my head to the side. And like, I, Can I you was do that? I was laughing and the ref wouldn't let it go and I'm like I I was gonna say like I don't think that's allowed. I think you actually have to tag it to that. But then at the same time you see them like. Tag each other on the back. Yeah, it's like, well, how can you let the back? Like, did the, the, you just take off. a body part? Yeah, like maybe you have to tap, t- tap the forehead. Maybe, maybe you have to take a torso. Well, that take isn't that how? Uh, who? What tag team turned him the other and he slapped him? Yeah. That's, oh, that was Macho and Hogan. Yeah. yeah, their turn. That's how he tagged him in. He slapped him in the face. <laughs> so you know, I guess you just have to tag the upper body with your hand. You can't use your foot. Okay. So that was. I thought that was hilarious though. And then, so as long as it tags with your hand, I guess. I guess. On the upper torso. Got it. Uh, I like the good. I like the heat spot that they did with Tully making Brett chase him around the ring, and then he rolled in, did a blind tag, and as Brett went to go hit a, uh, a Tully with a clothesline, then Arn came in and socked him once. That was pretty good. Yep. I, the only thing I, I will say I missed in this match is I didn't see a spinebuster once. No. A. No. No. That was depressing. <laughs> I love seeing the double A spine buster. Yeah, that's, that's one of the Now, let's talk about that one spot where Tully has Brett in a top wrist lock, and then Arn comes in and does a top wrist lock, and then Brett backflips out of it. Yeah. And wow. Does like, yeah, and does like a... It's like an arm drag at like the Like a end. double arm drag. That was yeah. sweet. Beautiful. Yes. And then the other time where uh, Brett pulled the top rope and sprung... Jim oh yeah he, he, he slingshot uh, Jim Neidhart That's impressive. In. Yeah. Um... I, I can't believe a man of that girth could get over the top rope like, like well, that. Well, he's like 300 pounds, yeah. too. Like, like he's, a, he's not a small guy. I mean, well, he's an ex-NFL player, too. Yeah. So, I mean, that uh, shows the athletic prowess he has. Um, the one thing that I did notice, um, Arn is thrown into the ropes by Jim Neidhart, and Jim Neidhart bounces off the other ropes. Okay, if I'm wrestling Jim Neidhart and he's bouncing off the ropes I'm not turning my back on him <laughs> fetal position yeah exactly That's a right away fetal position yeah. I'm going down yeah. That's the only thing I noticed I was kind of like come on Arn you're a little more savvy than us aren't you yeah it was like there's not much notes because it's just just go watch it yeah like, watch yeah. this match it's, it's a very, a good, very match. good match so the finish was Bret Hart hits um, Tully uh, with a with a I think it was I think it was a Russian leg sweep and then goes and just stands on the turnbuckle and then Neidhart comes in and picks him up from behind and then does like a, a re- like yeah, it was like a reverse power a slam. reverse power slam I guess you call it yeah right onto Tully which was kind of cool yeah it was kind of cool I was like that would kind of hurt Brett a lot too unique but um, then the ref gets distracted by Bobby Heenan Arn comes in and hits a double axe handle on Brett and then Arn pins Brett, but he's hiding his face to show that, that like, because he's not the legal man of the match. So mm-hmm. they got away with one, one, two, three, brain busters win. 
And Jesse Ventura loses his mind. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I gave this a point seven five. I thought this was a very good match. Yes, it was. Uh, I gave it a point seven five myself. Would you give it Dave? Wow. Point two five. I gave it a point five. You you just don't like things. I liked it. I just didn't like I, it a lot. You just thought it was okay. You're a jerk. Let's go to the second match. <laughs> Um, that's a common denominator for everything in this show. It's just James a jerk. James um, a jerk. Honky Tonk Man versus the American Dream Dusty Rhodes, and he's making his pay-per-view debut with uh, WWE after being basically the cornerstone of uh, Jim Crockett promo- Jim Crockett Promotions, if you will. I love Dusty Rhodes theme. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> Straight up, if you're black or white, redneck, funky, that's all right. Man, those are words to live by. Our whole our whole society now should should remember those words. The late great Dusty Rhodes, man, that that's awesome stuff. And th- that song just puts me in a good mood. Just it's the cowbell. It's the cowbell for sure. Oh, I know. I love I love his theme. Um, uh, but that was the highlight of the match, by the way. Yeah, was his theme. <laughs> Got all excited. We're like, woo! Well, I mean, the polka dots. The it was a good matchup. For both guys, because, I mean, they're both great entertainers, Honky Tonk and Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. They're good characters, so them feeding off each other and segueing off each other I thought was going to be was gonna be good, and it was. I thought the psychology was set uh, really well early on the match, because Honky Tonk uh, was, like, basically scared to death of that elbow when he pointed it up. So, I mean, it shows, okay, if Dusty hits his damn elbow, he's, a he's done. Anyway. He's done. But he kicks, but out, he kicks out later in the match. I know. Yeah. That's, <laughs> and that's what got me. That, like, that's what I said. It set the match. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the Fair rest enough. of the match happened. Fair enough. Fair enough. We know that Ben finished his conversation. Okay. His, 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 his I'm going to jump down his throat, okay, man. Okay. Um, one thing uh, I noticed. Um, if you got the megaphone, why are you hitting him in the stomach? Hit him in the face. Because uh, just, you know. But you have the ref's attention elsewhere. Hit, hit him in the face. You got a shot. Do it. Why are you hitting the stomach? I, I have you no, know, no like, answer. Uh, the polka dots distract him, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Did it take target practice? Um, it just, for me, this match for me was just too goofy. It was boring. You know, Dusty ah, Rhodes. It was boring. Like, right at the beginning, he, like, he's, like, playing with Honky Tonk Man, basically, and then he messes up his hair. And then Honky loses his shit. And it was like. Yeah, but Honky, that that's Honky's character. You don't I, I, un- I understand that, but, like, for a pay per view. I felt like maybe it should have been a little bit not as funky as the song says. I don't like know. a monkey. Funky like a monkey. <laughs> well, and like my biggest issue is we've been watching Dusty this whole time in WCW where he's like the huge star. Yeah, and, and, and he's all his core. He's all his core. matches are serious. He's got the charisma, but all his ma- and then he comes to WWF and they book him in kind of like not a comedy match, but it was a more lighthearted match. It was weird to see. I think that's what like, really killed it for me. Right, I was like, I don't. I'm used to seeing Dusty bleeding, or making someone else bleed. Yeah. And then I saw this, and the the, the most hard already. The Isn't most hardcore. The I most don't. hardcore thing he did was rub the guy's hair. That's right. It was pretty yeah, hardcore. Yeah. What? <sighs> so the fin. I can, I can do the finish yeah, now, boys. Yes. You do. The ref. Uh, there was a ref bump, and then Honky Tonk Man holds Dusty Rose, and Jimmy Hart grabs the guitar, and swings it. Rhodes moves and Jimmy Hart hits 
Honky Tonk Man with one of the stiffest guitar shots I've yeah, ever seen. It the didn't thing, even break. It didn't, I don't think it broke. No, it didn't. It didn't break. Like You it, see dust kind of flying out yeah. of the air, and that's about it. Oh, man. And uh, then, obviously, Honky Tonk Man's knocked out. Rhodes hits the elbow. One, two, three. And that's another thing that, that really peed me off this match. So you're selling the elbow that it's disastrous in its end-all, be-all. He hits the elbow. He kicks out. Then he gets hit in the head with a guitar, and then he gets the pinfall with the elbow. What? Good. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very frustrating. Um, and then right after this match, Hockey Talk Man didn't know where <laughs> he was at. That was pretty funny. He's like, I'm going to go with Priscilla and Lisa Murray. going to go back to Graceland. Uh, and then they just walked off. And I was like, what? <laughs> uh, anyways, I gave this match a point two five. Uh, I just didn't like that it was so... Comedy. I, I, I gave it a point two five as well. Uh, I gave it a point five. It wasn't the worst thing I saw in the world. I mean, it it was it had entertainment value to it. It's, I knew I knew there it was kind of cartoon. Wrestling is subjective. You give what you feel. It, and, uh, well, Dave and I are jerks. Yeah. Part part of my like I've said, I, part of my scoring system is you know it's entertained me and it did. Fair no, it, no, it's not a regular dusty match from Starcade '86 or whatever. But it, I didn't hate it. it. Wasn't great, but I didn't hate it. Which moves us <laughs> on to Mr. Perfect versus the Red Rooster. Before we get into this match, actually, Terry Taylor, the Red Rooster, is actually one of the candidates to actually be Mr. Perfect. Really? Yes, he was. Well, I do think, nothing against Terry Taylor, but I think they made the right they decision with Kurt right Hunting. Decision, yes, uh, especially with that Red Rooster music. <laughs> that was awful. And not yeah. only that, but his dance. Yes. Yes, I love how perfect how perfect was doing the chicken impressions. I love that. Well, and that then so great. and then uh, Shivani mentioned something about like, oh, he's doing the chicken dance, and then Jesse's like, I think he would be very offended by that because he's the red rooster, not the chicken. <laughs> like, oh, this match now, I ugh, this match was so bad. Uh, I didn't like it yeah, whatsoever, and then. I had to rewatch it because I think we missed something that I was did that really too. important. Because uh, I think they end the match early yeah. because of an injury. I, I had to rewatch it because of that too. Yeah. I was like, what? what There's a, it was a botch. But I think what happened was Terry's knee gave out. Yeah. And, it, and he just fell. And then Perfect fell on top of him. And I'll stop there because that's the room to finish. Unless you guys have more notes. I, I My note was this was really quick. Okay, so yeah, I, 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 the I could slap that he gave the perfect. That made me cringe yep. a little bit. Yeah, like it was just a quick match, but then I missed his knee giving out. Yeah, he was. It was um, a spot where Perfect put him in a body slam, and then Rooster reversed it, and when they yeah. gave Perfect a body slam, and then it just fell. Yeah, and they both fell to the yeah. ground. Oh, and is that where it that, happened? And then after that is where you see Red Rooster holding his knee the whole match. Of the, yeah. you know, after that, so, so I the, think they ended it. Because if you think about oh, it, he yeah. hit the perfect plex out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he hit it. He got up and he the, protected his knee. Yeah, when he when he hooked it, he, you can see him protecting the knee. So yeah. I, I think I kind of feel bad giving it a zero. Now that I think about it, but you're still, gave, gonna I, I'm still gonna give it a zero. So yes, right. Mr. Perfect hits the perfect plex for the win. One, two, three. Uh, he's also wearing the singlet. I don't know if he's done that before, but yeah, he's wearing yes. the singlet. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, uh, it was for me. It was like, well, that was quick. Point two five, yeah, same with me. Point two five. You know, I too uh, quick. Wow, you. Well, you're you're a jerk. We've I already established this. We've already established that you don't like life. It's true. Sorry, it's true. It's true. Like I say the common denominator. Everybody. Hashtag Dave doesn't like like life. Get that right. trending on Twitter. 
Yes, so carrying on, we're going to go to the Rockers and Tito Santana versus the fabulous Rougeau brothers and the model Rick Martel. You know, they don't like rock and roll, but they sure do oh. love Barry Manilow. And they must have been cranking Barry Manilow all day because they were hyped up for this match, and they were good in this match. Well, the last time we saw the... the... Rugos? Rougeau. Rougeau. Rougeaus. Wow. They were in a terrible match, remember? Well, they were the Bushwhackers. Yeah, they oh, were, the Bushwhackers. They were in a very, like, so I think they came out with a lot more positive energy in this match. Yes. Realizing they're working with they're working with Shawn Santana Michaels and Tito Santana. And the Rockers. Yeah. So this was a, I, I thought it was a really good match. Oh, that was Fast paced. I love how they built up uh, Rick and Tito. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how, how they were teasing that. And how Rick kept on backing out and playing yep. the chicken. Throughout it. Like, I, love, good. I love the smugness of Martel in this match and just yep. his cockiness. I loved it. It's like he's yep. slowly working towards becoming a model, you think. <laughs> you he has the think. looks for it. You would think. Um, you know, I the match was fast-paced, but to be quite honest, it kind of got clunky when Tito Santana got in there a little bit because they were trying to build him always going after Martel, and it would just get... A little bit clunky, and then they go for these triple, like like the three of them uh, uh, triple teaming a guy, and it would just look kind of silly. Mm-hmm. You know, the Rockers would try the uh, they did they all did a leapfrog at one point, and Michaels almost got canned. <laughs> yes, he did. Right, but like he didn't. He didn't. But it was just like, oh, okay, geez, and then and then they do it. Then the guy comes back and they one two and then Tito hits him with the clothesline. I'm like, well, what the heck was the point of that? <laughs> like, you're not gonna do anything crazy. Hit him with a drop kick or something. Oh I, I, man! Like, towards the end of the match, I was wondering, I'm like, why wouldn't they just make it the the uh, Rujos <laughs> against the Rockers and then have a single grunge match? Yeah, Tito against Tito. Martel. Never did Tito versus Martel in a yeah, pay-per-view, like, and I never really understood that. Why would they feel that this had to be a six-man tag? Because after a while, I was getting, I was, you know, they, they built the Rick and Tito well, but then there was a point where I was getting annoyed with it. Yeah, it especially like when you hear, especially match. when there's two matches before the main event, which they didn't need, that you could have taken those off and then had, yeah. like, Martel yeah. versus Tito. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Which would have been a probably a really good match. My uh, favorite part of the match was Shawn Michaels' comeback. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, exactly. That, that, yeah. that was, that, was, that, was like, a, that was a great fire was comeback. Yeah. yeah, I loved it. Yeah, Michaels took it to him, uh, like just really good, really good. Um, so the finish was Marty Jannetty tries to do a. Uh, Marty Jannetty was trying to reverse uh, one of the Rujos into a schoolboy. And then as he had him in a pin, Martel came in and hit him with a clothesline. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then yeah, then he pinned him one, two, three. Cause Mar- Which made no sense. Yeah. Because Shawn Michaels was the legal man. Yeah. That's what bothered me. Michaels, <laughs> this was right after the fire comeback. Michaels is the legal man. And Martel is the legal man. And then... And, and then, then they match. pinched, and they pinned Janetti, and it was like really rough. Like even Jesse Ventura was like, Michaels was the legal man. Yeah, like it was just after that happened, I was like, what just happened? So I gave it an okay rating, a point five. Uh, the finish was kind of wonky for me. I gave and it, it a got, and it got and it got clunky at times. And this is where we're really going to differ because I actually gave it a one. I was, Whoa. I was really impressed with this match. I mean, the spots where they were, like you said, clunky and confusing, I thought the work ethic and the performance level from everybody in this match, I thought made up for it. 
All right, that's fair. Mm. That's fair. I disagree. You're wrong. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so now both Jay and uh, Dave and Jesse are jerks. Yeah. Yep. That's right. So let's go to the the IC title match. IC title match. Uh, Ravishing Rick Rude with Bobby the Brain Heenan versus the Ultimate Warrior. Um, all I got to say is, for one note, Jesus, that press spot to the outside by Rude. Oh, oh yeah, Warrior. Warrior just yeah. drops him. <laughs> Nobody to catch you here. Oh, and here you go, Rude. He, then he's outside, and then he hits Rude with the title. Um... And then Tony Schiavone plays it off that, like, it's no DQ because it's outside the ring. When does that ever matter? You're even dumber than Monsoon! (laughs) (laughs) Now, awful. Warrior is very well known for being sloppy. Yes. So when I saw Warrior setting up for a pile driver, you can only imagine how nervous I was getting. Yes. (laughs) And then he hits it, and it was actually really nice. Yes, it was. Thankfully. Thankfully. Yes. Thankfully, Unlike Rude Spot. Rude was a, okay. I don't know if people know this, but there was a wrestler, and I can't remember his name, but he had a finisher called the Gonzo Bomb. And Rude did it. That was the Gonzo Bomb, where it's like, it was like a tombstone reverse tombstone. Yes. It. Yes. And then like, he just like let it slide. But Rude hit, and, a, hit a pile driver earlier in the match. Yeah. That was very pretty. It was very pretty. And then this one and was like. And then this one, I don't know if he, if like Warrior, or he like changed his mind on what he wanted <laughs> to do halfway through. But YouTube Gonzo. Yeah, gone, but he, you know exactly he puts he it up did. and it's a, like it's a reverse tombstone. The guy, the guy's facing out instead of. And then Warrior the, just slides into it. Yeah. He just slides onto the back of his neck. I'm like, well, that was dr- When he drives him down, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yep. Uh, my critic, my big criticism was with this was I thought their media match, except for a few really bad botches, was was good. It was a good pace and it and it showcased them well. This match was way too slow. It was way too many wrestles. I think what happened was it started too fast. Mm-hmm. Like it immediately was like a was brawl, great. and then it was the gorilla press slams to the other side. And by then, you know for a fact, Warrior was blown. Yeah, like, you knew he just, was blowing up. Yeah, and it was just like, like you know how his entrance is. He sprints. But why would you put the match that way? Why not lead up to that? I wanted to see an Ultimate Warrior versus Lex Luger match. Oh my lord! No, see who, no, you don't. <laughs> no, nobody. First knows. blown up rules. Yeah, it, I'm going to start a petition <laughs> to never ever have that match happen. Um, well, I won't now. Um, the it's just <laughs> this match was way too slow. Uh, Ben's cracking up. He he can't believe I said that <laughs> on air. <laughs> I think Ben's cringing because he can't believe he said what oh. he said. Did you forget? I thought about I thought about it right like two seconds ago. <laughs> I, I do apologize. Listen, everyone. I do apologize. Okay, you know what? Dave and Jesse are superstars for I'm the jerk for the rest <laughs> for, of the show. For all you little warriors out there, okay? He's always here. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, can we go to the finish now? Oh yes, we can. <laughs> okay, Before so Roddy Piper up. strolls out. For no reason. Right? Uh, da, 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 there is a backstory. Okay, can you explain Piper. the backstory? Yes, I can, Please. actually. Please do, Okay, it might make sense. I'm not changing my score, Okay, though. now, um, <laughs> on Primetime Wrestling, I believe it was a couple of days before SummerSlam, they had Primetime Wrestling on, and they were just kind of going over matches that had happened in the last couple of weeks, sort of, uh, sort of thing. Okay, and, one, and they had two uh, separate stations. They had, or studios, sorry. They had Rick Rude and Bobby Heenan, and then they had Grill Monsoon and Roddy Piper. They were in separate studios, and they were kind of both co-hosting. 
All right, now at the beginning, Brood and Piper were just kind of, you know, innocently just kind of bantering back and forth, nothing major. But as the show progressed, it got more heated, it got more intense to the point where uh, Rowdy Piper said, you know what, I'm going to come to that studio and I'm going to uh, take care of this. And then Rude goes, no, I'm going to come to that studio and take care of this. And then they kind of... They both leave to go to the studios, and then they end up in opposite studios, and then they say, what are you doing over there? No, what are you doing over there? And then Piper <laughs> comes back to the original studio, throws something at Root and misses him by a mile, and then they get into you know a nose-to-nose heated argument, and then it gets to the point where Rick Root picks up a glass of water and just kind of throws it at Piper's face. And Piper is ready to go irate and has people like holding him back and that kind of thing. Hence, in the promo or in the interview after the match was done, Piper with that glass of water just kind of spraying it on himself. As, ah, as that kind okay, of that thing. makes more so, sense. So yes, now there is a story behind that, and yes, it kind of ties into okay, what happened. So now that we know that Piper comes strolling out because he's in a rivalry with Rick Rude, and uh, he decides to flash him. With his buttocks. Well, Roots, and he was not like, wearing... Dude, well, Root's doing his hip, hip swivel thing. I'm like, okay, you know what? If I'm mad at somebody... Like, if you... Let's say you and I are having a heated discussion. Oh, I would totally hip swivel. You know, would you? Okay. I would. You would. That's I would, would definitely... You're mad at people. I would that's exactly what I do. It's very intimidating. And blow, and blow me kiss faces. Yeah, too. it's very intimidating. Um, I would do the blue mini dance. That is less intimidating. That is way less intimidating. I'm just that makes me not want to even have any type of conversation All right. with you. Right? So, so I already win. So Roddy Piper, me. I guess touche, yeah. Roddy Piper shows his his derriere. He moons uh, him and he moons him and then uh Rude climbs up onto the second rope and Warrior walks up and hits, <laughs> and hits a German suplex on him. And I couldn't yeah. I couldn't help but think Warrior edition. I was like can Warrior actually not hit a German suplex and like Rude had to give him the like Oof. I'll I'll already be like two feet up so <laughs> you only have to just kind of like yeah. fall backwards and I'll take the bump that was kind of funny and then Warrior does his uh, his running shoulder block so that that made no sense to me I'm like why are you going for your comeback and then your signature why didn't I just do the German suplex hit the body splash one two three my big criticism <laughs> with 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 Warrior's shoulder block thing. It made the guy waiting for it look dumb as snot. Yeah. Like, does. Warrior would run and then run by him. So the guy wouldn't know when Warrior was going to hit this thing. So he'd always turn around and look silly doing it. Like, he should have just <laughs> ran once and hit the shoulder block. Yeah, like or hit the German suplex and hit the body splash. Yes. One, two, three. Make but he quick. hits the shoulder block. He hits the press slam. He does the yeah, body man. splash. One, two. The sequence was just missed. Yeah. So was- <laughs> for the one, two, three, Warrior's your new champion. He gets up. He starts whipping around that belt like a crazy man. Point five. Point two five for me. What? It was I not that bad. Uh, Would you give it? I gave it point five, yeah. but I was I was I was on the fence. Point two five. Well, I was on the fence. Well, you guys are just not right. <laughs> what? Was, yeah. You gave a point two five earlier in the paper. It's okay. Fell, it fell so short of the WrestleMania. Who's, match. who's leading this thing? <laughs> it's Jesse. Jesse's leading this thing. Oh, okay. Gosh. Let's go to the next match. Oh. So there's a lot of beef in this ring. Oh. So we got uh, the Twin Towers and Andre the Giant versus Leatherface Jim Duggan and Demolition. So he has a Leatherface and a crown and a king cape and a 2x4 that's... Covered in the flag. Like, 
Who's who's American vomit created this? Uh, God. First off, why is Jim Duggan king? <laughs> because he beat King Haku. I know, but that never should have happened. Okay. Okay. King that's Haku first. Is not, oh yeah, King Haku. Or sorry, Haku is still in WWE. Okay. That's sorry, first. Yes. That's okay. Right. Okay. Duggan never should have been king. Secondly, I'm with Jesse Ventura. You paint your face with the flag. Disrespectful. That's flag. disrespectful to the flag. <laughs> okay. Although, yes. although, especially the face when you paint, got when you got snot coming out. I was gonna say, nose. although the face paint kind of like prevented. The oh, snot I know they were snot. You know they were <laughs> snot. Don't don't even lie to me. The only I I only have two notes for this match. Yeah. To be honest yeah. with you, the first one is yay more terrible Duggan punches. Oh, I hated like, how weak the towers looked in this match. Right. Oh, yeah. Remember the Survivor Series in 1988 where. Hogan's team was tagging in and out like they were hitting Akeem. Boom, 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 boom. They like had 20, to. Ma- 20 moves because they couldn't bring him down. Duggan throws one of his stupid punches and he goes flying across the ring. I'm or like, when the Rockers, Or when the Rockers faced the uh, Twin Towers. Yeah. They had to work really yeah. hard. It's crazy how in six months, or just <sighs> over six months... Give me a break! They've gone from being monsters to just... Guys, I think it's fair that we make a game now for every WF pay-per-view that we review that has Duggan on it, where we gotta drink a shot of water every time he yells "ho" or something. Yeah, because but it will have that water so, intoxi- intoxication. Yeah, intoxication. It will definitely happen. Yeah, but we'll, we'll all have, have to get have him in pee every ten minutes. Like, I'm sick and tired of Duggan. One hundred percent. His yes. punches, the constant chanting, that stupid chest thrust. Hands on the hip thing he does. Oh, with this stupid. And he's bringing thing. everybody down in the match with him. Oh, it's just is, this match. Makes me um, mad too. Now the only other note I have is the only cheap tactic in this match was done by Duggan. Yes. Was done by the face again. Yes. Stupid two yes. by four cheating to win. That was my only other note. He can't like like they're booking the face like he's a heel. Yeah. He grabs every single match four. we've ever seen him in. He uses a two by four. Every single one. Every single one. And it's frustrating. How is he not? A, how is he not a heel? Like, uh, I I kind of feel bad giving this match the score I did for the other people involved. So because they did work hard a little bit. Hey, but, now here's a disclaimer. This is not a a score on how hard they worked. All these guys work hard. This is a score on how the match looked, felt, how it felt, how it made you, how feel. it was booked, and this match was crap. Yes. Fat zero. Fat zero. Duggan hits the two by four onto Akeem while the ref is distracted. Smash covers him for the win. Hot freaking garbage. Zero. Double zeros. Triple zeros. I don't even care how many zeros. Zeros. I'm going to give zero. it the Olympic logo. Four zeros. That's uh, five. Five zero. There's five rings. Even is it five? Yeah, I thought it was four. So five. Yeah. five zeros. All the colors Olympic of the rings. Olympic ring, like every flag in the world, has one of those colors. Oh, yeah. Random fact. Demolition. I'm sorry you had to be aligned with this monstrosity, but I'm sorry, but Same I had to Andre. give this a zero as well. I yeah. did have it at point two five, but you know what? No zero. It was terrible. All right, let's go to the semi semi main event. Like hey. <laughs> Oh, geez. It doesn't, doesn't get much better here. Um, <laughs> although, okay, well, it's Hercules versus Greg the Hammer Valentine, and Ronnie Garvin is the guest ring announcer, which... Man, this was terrible. Oh, my God. You know what? I couldn't stop laughing at Ronnie I was, Garvin. I was laughing at Ronnie Garvin. I couldn't stop laughing. My laugh was out of disgust. Yeah. Because like, he bought Sup- his own... Supposedly business. a man... <laughs> 
That was pretty funny. Oh, and uh, one note I made. Um, Howard, uh, how to Howard Finkel, it's not really a surprise. Rise when the guy's standing right beside you. <laughs> Surprise, he's here. Just and he's dressed throw for the there. situation. Well, he's a professional. He's yeah. in his tux. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> the match was uneventful, but Ronnie Garvin, I thought, was actually... Now, good. is it just me, or does Hercules look chubbier? He's put on a little weight. Yeah, like he doesn't look like... He's not he's cut. Like, yeah. Well, get, getting older. So it wasn't just me, then? No, I know that, too. Okay. Getting older? It happens. Um... Yeah, like this match. This match was garbage too. Yeah, there was another cheap shot by the face. Yeah, a cheap yeah. shot to by the, the face to start the match. That's the only one I got. The whole this whole match was a vehicle to push forward the Roddy Garvin Great Valentine storyline. And look how and make them all look like make uh, like the finish was brutal. Yes, it was like it was now, so confusing because what, now the shin guard. They're trying to do. He's never, been using that for a couple matches actually. And yeah. it's like it's like it's the figure four, like it's like the to add the pain. Yeah, because the the okay. muscle goes on the shin guard, and then when he presses it, it goes deeper into yeah, the muscle. Yeah, I, I guess some scientific I guess. thing. I gotta put the cart before the horse. I know when that whenever Garvin no, faces, no, no, no. he has uh, he has uh, the the figure four or the shin blocker or something like that. Yeah. So he's got his own shin guard, and he blocks the shin guard. Yeah, awful, awful stuff. And so this was one of the finish. Okay. Because well, there's no notes. We, we all have no notes. So this. Hercules backs up Valentine into the corner and goes to punch him. And Valentine slowly, and I'm talking slowly. It was so bad. Reaches down, does a double leg sweep, and then and then pins him. And then ref counts one. And then as he's going for two, then Valentine puts his legs on the ropes just to make sure. Yep. Then hits two, then hits three. Valentine wins. And then Ronnie Garvin says the winner is Hercules. Then that makes her Valentine angry because Valentine. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, winner by disqualification, Hercules. Like, Garvin, you can't make up the finishes, man. It was just all to get under Valentine's skin, I guess. Yeah. It was just, I was so confused. And... I, didn't, I didn't care for this at all. I, not me neither, but I gave, I gave a, it a zero. I gave a point two five because Ronnie Garvin was pretty damn funny in this. All right. Well, I gave it a zero because this was not good. I, I don't know what Ben's... I was not entertained. Ben's crazy. I was entertained by Garvin. Did you watch this with, like, no sleep and you're just, like, overly tired? <laughs> Were you overdosing on I Red Bull? Had, <laughs> I may have had a beer or two watching this match. All right. Let's go to the semi-main event. And I can't oh, believe I'm geez. saying that this is the semi-main event. Oh, my God. This is a semi-main event. Um, Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase versus Superfly Jimmy Snuka. A returning, super, super, uh, a returning super, Superfly super, Jimmy Snuka at that. Um, that leapfrog that he tried to do was uh, the, the second one. Pretty, the second one was he completed. It's pretty he, much the most awful. He completed the first one when he was looking at Ted, but then when he turned to hit the second one, he's like, like yeah, that's why you look it's a at hard things one coming the time, towards you because you're not facing Ted, so you can't see when he's coming. Um, I will say though, I've always loved how Ted sells over the top rope to the yeah. other side. I love his bumps. Yeah, like you forget how good of a bumper Ted really was. Like you just you just forget, and you're like, oh wow, this guy is really good at bumping. What killed this match for me was Jesse Ventura. Yeah, he, yeah, kind of. He yeah. got too much with the Snook is just an animal. Yep, he doesn't think, and he was just ranting about it the entire time. Yeah, because Snook is the uh, impulsive. Yeah, he's uh, tech, uh, like the impulsive worker or fighter. Yeah, and then Ted Biasi is the str- like the, the 
the strategic strategic. Well, and it came strategic, across yeah. it's extremely racist to me, to be quite honest. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so because he's of Fijian descent or something, we. Yeah. He's you know, an animal. He's from the he's caveman a, era. Yeah, just uh, I didn't think this match was had anything going on to it. I was just like, why is this here? Yeah. Why are they in a match together? Uh, well, okay, sure. I I don't know. I, I found myself kind of half into this match, half out of it, which is never good. So, I was out of it after that botched. I was like, all right, I'm done. I was pretty flatlined until I saw the splash in the end. Then which happened like, after right, Which the happened match. after the match. I was like, all right. So Virgil distracts Snooker. Snooker goes to the outside. DiBiase goes out and attacks him. Throws him into the post. DiBiase rolls, rolls back into the ring. We get a count-out win for DiBiase. And I was like, really? And then Snooker attacks Virgil. He does a very nice splash, though. Like his Snooker splash was, or the super fly splash. Super fly splash. That was very nice. But it was after the match. Like, what the heck? Zero. Zero. I gave it a point two five. Yeah, you're, you're I, I too, did too. You're too nice. Zero. Zero. And then, and then we get the uh, super flying million dollar man. They're not Duggan, so come on, have a heart. No heart. Zero. <laughs> uh, and then we get uh, the in uh, what? Well, I think it was actually before this match. We get an insane promo with Macho Man Sherry and Zeus. Yes. Where she looks like a witch and she's trying to. Like, bring up images from the cauldron of Hogan and Beefcake lying in weird pieces. You know? I was like, oh, okay. She's not a witch. She's not a witch. So I didn't know where this came from. Yeah, she's known as... Isn't she known as Sensational Sherry at this point? Or yeah. She was, yeah, she wasn't known as not Scary sorc- Sherry. Not Sorceress Sherry? Yeah. Like, maybe even Scary Sherry. And then, be, and then before the main event match, then we have Hogan and Beefcake doing a promo. And all they do is talk about riding bike, motorcycles. And parting the Henry Hudson River. You know. It makes sense. No, like... <laughs> everyone rips on Warrior for nonsensical uh, promos. Hogan had his fair share, too. Why are you talking about a bike? Like, he's... And he's like, I got the special thing on the back. Well, we all know it's Elizabeth, buddy. We know. Like... It's like, why is he called the secret weapon? It's like, it's not a secret. <laughs> yeah, if you tell everybody it's if not a secret, you, Hogan. <laughs> if you describe it, it's not a secret. Anyways, then uh, we go to the main event. Which is Hulk Hogan and Brutus the Barber Beefcake versus Zeus and Macho Man Randy Savage. Um, with, and they're with Sherry. And they're with uh, Sensational Sherry, who is now then, with Randy Savage. And uh, Then Hulk Elizabeth Hogan. gets to come out on and her own. A secret weapon. That's right. Her. Hogan and Brutus Beefcake is Elizabeth, <coughs> which they mention all throughout the pay-per-view. But she's still a secret, but mm. whatever. Um, I love how Hogan actually had to go ask Howard to introduce her. Yes. Now, and then she came up with Macho Man's music. I'm like, wait a minute. This is... <laughs> so... Hindsight being 2020, they should not have booked this as a tag match. It should have been Randy Savage versus Hulk Hogan for the title, with Zeus as Savage's bodyguard, or whatever you want to call him, and then Hogan says, I need insurance, and I got beefcake. And then have Zeus come in and just beat the living crap out of Hogan, cost Savage the title, right, because it's a DQ, Hogan still keeps the belt, but then you can lead into something, because Zeus was not ready for this match. He was green as No, every poop. time he got tagged in or tagged in Macho, like Macho, like, Macho took had him aside and whispered everything into his ear. I'm like, yeah. But I mean, 
that also shows, you know, Macho Man is concerned about the match kind of thing, and he's taking it upon well, himself to make sure it's done right. Macho has to do it. He's well, not going to yeah. be embarrassed by this guy, but it was just, he was so he green. He could have had a different approach, though. He couldn't have just, he could have just let him be fed to the wolves. His, his, he, had, he had, like, three moves. The forearm, the, the bear arm, hug, and then the and choke. the arm. Oh, and the choke, yeah. And then hit himself. And the, and the, roar. And the, and the unibrow. <laughs> I, I love the one. Now, I will say Zeus is powerful. Strong. Like, he was lifting uh, Hogan like he was nothing. I'm sure he is, but he and, throws punches like Jim Duggan. And I love how he had Hogan in the bear, uh, the bear hug. And then it ended up with they were both laying on the ground. Yes. And I'm like... Yeah, but it went into a pitting predicament because that's what it is. Yeah, I just, I've never seen a bear hug go to the ground. That's how powerful he is. It was so weird, especially with a guy the size of Hogan. Uh, The only thing I did like from a storyline perspective is how they built Zeus as untouchable. Yes. Yeah. I did like that. Yes. Except when when they went for his eyes, which makes sense because if you went for anybody's eyes, no matter how big you are, you're going to be messed up. Exactly. Um,. Macho Man did all the heavy lifting in this, and what I mean oh, by that course. was that he was bumping like crazy oh, to yeah. make the the faces look great. Because uh, Zeus obviously wasn't going to bump, and he shouldn't <laughs> yeah. because they're trying to build him as a monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Savage feeding into Hogan's shoulder blocks. Yep. he would run into them, you know, and it made it look so much more powerful, like, like a basketball. On yeah, the wall there was one time where Hogan oh. Hogan gets up and he hits the big boot, and Savage ran into that thing. Yeah, I was like, like, oh actually, my lord! It looked like, like he was potatoed. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, when you watch Dynamite Kid hit those ropes. You realize how fast yeah. he is. Yeah. You forget how fast Savage is. Savage was When he hits so those fast. ropes, it's like... Yeah. He's, already, he's already cleared the ring. Yep. Um, so that's why I wish they would have just done Hogan versus Savage with Zeus causing something. Yeah. Then, just because Zeus was not ready for this. He could have used more training at this point. I would have rather seen Ted on the line. You know? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like... Um, like, let's say you're Hogan. Would you actually agree to a Tate match... And not have, or sorry, if you're a savage, because Hogan's a champ going in. Yeah. Would, would you, you watch? Would you agree re- to a tag team match or to a singles for the title? Yeah, and a rematch. You don't yeah. you have a rematch clause? Yeah. Like, like, everybody's supposed mm-hmm. to have air quote. This is the second match on the card that has a champion in it, but it's not in the line. Yeah. Yeah. So that was frustrating. Yeah. So diminishes the. Um... Uh, I guess entitlement, for lack of a better term, that you know the pay per view should have as one of like the big ones of the yeah. year. Like give it that prestige is the word I'm looking for. Uh, give it that prestige. Like give give it these big money matches. Like we had that beautiful IC title match. <laughs> oh, <laughs> beautiful okay. swan word for it. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, Brutus didn't bring much to this. No, he brought nothing to it. He brought um, his cutters. He brought his cutters. That's about it. Um, and that's what I'm saying. Like you just you watch the match back, and you're like, you could have done it this way, and have Zeus attack Briefcake because he's the uh, air quote weak link. Have him get him out of the way, and then go and attack Hogan. Yep. And, in in and, Beefcake's and, defense, so he was kind of dead in the water. Going I know, this. I know, but he wasn't like it. It just wasn't needed. And that that was my criticism with this match. Uh, and Zeus just wasn't ready. And that, remember, that was a that was a problem for me. Cause I, I texted just, you guys, and I'm like, can I give this match a one? Just because yeah. of Savage's attire. Oh yeah, that oh, looked phenomenal. Oh, his attire, the black was, and white. Like that's pretty sweet. how a champion looks. Like you uh, see Hogan with red and yellow. You're like ah, cool. that's his yeah. color, man. Macho comes out. He hasn't washed it in like two months. And like, I well, saw. How his... do you think he holds on to the title? He uses the stink. 
just knocks everybody All right, out. so are you ready for the finish here, yep. or have got more to this? Well, um... I'm ready for the finish. Ben, what say you? Uh, well... <laughs> Elizabeth as a hashlinger down in Jersey <laughs> just made me just yeah, Ventura lose was, my mind Ventura, Ventura was running down Liz the entire time. There was a he couple was, of things that were not He was obnoxious, cool. this pay-per-view, and I didn't like it. Yeah, well, Tony Schiavone couldn't control. It was just bad, or couldn't, but, or couldn't, or couldn't segue him back into the yeah. match. He, because Shivani was just letting him go. The yeah. last review that we did, we we mentioned how him and Monsoon made the terrible matches better. Yeah. yeah, but this review, he made the good matches terrible at some Yeah, yeah, he, he took away from it. Didn't add to it anyway. Yeah, like it was yeah. just he devalued it sometimes. Yeah, I mean that. I, Biggest thing I can do is they did a great job marketing Zeus as like this invincible, untouchable. Um, beast um, up until let's go to the finish <laughs> okay so chaos starts to happen all right um, for a better lack of a better term yeah it's just not chaos uh, sherry gets up onto the onto the um, ropes to question something Liz tips her over into the ring see I, I didn't even see that happen yeah well that was all the point. I saw was sherry flying Yes. I'm like, what just happened? Yes. So she gets she like floated. lean too far into the ring. That's what I thought happened too. But then, but then you see it. And then Shivani mentioned it, and then just like, how did you even see that? <laughs> it's like, I'm like, okay. Well, um, barely touches her too. So funny. So Sherry gets flipped in, and she leaves the purse in her purse in the ring, which is supposedly loaded. And um, and then uh, Macho Man comes in, and then as Sherry's trying to roll out of the ring, Macho Man steps on her by accident. Yep. As he's trying to get to the top rope, and I'm like, "Oh, poor Sherry." And then, and then she can take the bump. Yeah, Macho gets up to the top rope. Beefcake pushes him down. Macho drops the purse. Hogan picks him up, picks up the purse. And what I like though is like Hogan made like a, a motion, like, "Oh, geez, this is heavy. It's got something in it." When we all know it didn't, but it's like, "Oh, look at this!" And then he wallops Seuss, and that's what downs the big man. A purse. A purse. So chair. A loaded so purse. Chair shots. No. Punches to the face. No. Eye kicks. Nope. Elbows. Nope. Sleeper holds. Nope. Do nothing to Zeus. But a loaded but purse. But a loaded dollar store purse yep. with that's loaded quotations is Zeus's kryptonite. That's right. And, and then, to be and, honest. And then the scoop slam and the leg drop for the one, two, three. The purse was the size of like a wallet. Like it wasn't even a big purse. It wasn't like one of those like gym purses that women wear. It was like a small wallet size purse and then um and then after the match uh hogan does a does an atomic drop to sherry yeah and then liz hits her with the the purse knocks her out which got a huge reaction you, well yeah the crowd let me tell you the crowd was popping for this match they loved this whole thing and then uh and then beefcake chops off the ponytail that she had but you could tell it was um uh, just extensions, extensions or whatever you want to say, because I don't think any girl would be like, "Oh yeah, that's fine." Unless you're Serena Deeb and part yeah. of society. So, <laughs> so that was the end of the pay per view, and then you have Brutus and Hogan posing, and Brutus can't pose. <laughs> like, no. I think I think we all as kids could pose like Hogan, but Brutus can't. No. Like no. it's not hard. No. Uh, I gave this match a point five. Same here. Point five. Point five myself. The match was for a main event. Yeah, so it was entertaining. It, it did keep me interested, but the the finish was super super hokey, and it just flushed the whole building of Zeus just right down the toilet. All right, so that's the end of the pay per view. Dave, what did you give it? 
in total, I give it a 3 out of 10. Because you're mean. Yep. I'm honest, some people would say. <laughs> Do you have any explanations? Do you want to wrap up, summarize? What you explain what, yourself there, Dave? What your feelings? Okay. Um, <laughs> wow. That's a lot of pressure, Jesse. <laughs> like, explain yourself, boy. I thought me telling, okay, um, it was just not a good pay-per-view. All right, that's fair. For build as the biggest event of the summer, Not it enough felt good like matches. a Saturday Night Main event. It felt like I was watching a TV episode of like Raw or something. It didn't feel pay per view at all. It felt like a glorified Saturday Night Main event. That was you know, exactly to make, this, to make this even simpler. If I would have paid seventy bucks to watch this, I would not have been happy. Yeah. Would you have been worth seventy bucks back then? But whatever. Hence the word if. <laughs> would you give it better? <laughs> I gave it four point five out of ten. So Ben uh, liked it a little bit more than you. Yep. Just by the point five. Yes. Well the Shawn Michaels, Tio Santana, that that in the Heart Foundation match. Awesome matches. All right. Both of which were not for titles. That no. basically summarizes the pay per view in, in his title. So I gave it a three point two five out of ten. And my problem was what uh, my other two uh, Heroes heroes here told told you is that it felt like Saturday night main event. Um the way the finishes happened in some of these matches, how quick some matches were, that is that is totally Saturday night's main event. Mm-hmm. Through and through. And they, they just they did it for SummerSlam instead Actually, of that. I've seen better finishes on you Saturday night. There's only event. one title on the line. Yeah. That's a Saturday night's main event type thing. Wow. Only one it was the only IC. Yeah. The tag wasn't on the line. And, and the, the IC match was terrible. Yeah. It's just like why did they book it this way? You know? But you know, 1989, I guess it was an interesting year. What's next? Well, let me tell you. All right. Let me tell you. You tell us. Tune in on Wednesday, November 1st, when we fast forward to our next Rewind, when we watch WCW Halloween Havoc 1989. Oh, yeah. Dig it. <laughs>